If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Wow. Ah, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I know I should probably should have shaved, sh- shaved, saved that up for uh, for uh, Halloween. But uh-huh. it just you know, sometimes yeah. you just go with it. It's whatever comes out yeah. of the mouth, man. Um, yeah. Welcome to our show. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noldenine, uh, we sit downstairs in the basement of my home. Yeah, in New York City. Yeah. I know you hear basement. And you don't think New York City, do you? But yeah, that's right. Yeah. In a basement in New York City. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the concept of our show is very simple. Yeah. We spend days, months, years, hours uh, coming up with incredible ideas for making money on a given topic. Yep. We then take those ideas... We bring them to this basement. We broadcast them over the airwaves weekly. Weekly, guys. We're not talking monthly. We're not talking semi-annually. That's right. We do it in two forms. We do it on internet radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, we do. And we do it uh, via podcast on all your various podcast providers. It goes out to the people anyway. It has the potential from reaching millions, if not really... Billions. Yes. Billions. Of ears. Yeah. Individual ears. Or sets of ears. Either way. Either way, billions. So we do this for all the multitudes. Uh Uh-huh. We don't get paid for this up front. No. No, we don't. These are massive money-making ideas. Change your life. That's right. That you take, you the listener. Yes. Or maybe I'm talking to you. Listener, you take them and you action them. That's right. You what make, do I mean by action? You make them reality. You 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 make these ideas flesh. That's right. You bring them unto the world as we have spake to you. Spake. Yeah. Thus spake Josh and Noel. Yeah. Um, and all we ask in return. Yeah. It's not much. No. All we ask in return is what? No. Is you go out there, you make your billions, your trillions. You give us 10%. You tithe us. That's right, 10%. We're asking less than the government asks in taxes. Yep. And the go- what did the government do for you? They didn't give you the idea. No. They didn't help you along the way. No. They've done nothing but stand in your way. Yeah, throwing red tape at you. That's right. We handed you, basically handed you those trillions. Basically. On a silver platter. Yeah. And we don't want all of the trillions. We're not saying, here's all the trillions yeah. and give us back all the trillions. No, but we want to upgrade the platter. We want a gold platter. That's right. <laughs> We're saying, here's all the trillions and give us back 10%. Yeah, 10%. Come on, cheapo. I don't think it's a lot to ask. No. So that's what we do here. Yeah. 
And as we do here at the beginning of every show, yeah. after that slow, long preamble, <laughs> <laughs> I look directly in Noel's eyes because I haven't seen him in a whole week. No. We've been deep in our various warrens, yeah. in our brain caves. Researching. Researching. For you. For That's you. right. And I say to Noel, yeah. how you doing today, Noel? I'm doing pretty good, Josh. Thank you for asking. I was thinking about something. You were? Yeah. Uh, so I used to love old documentaries. I still do, but uh, I've seen a lot of the weirdos, you know? What, um, do, you, what do you mean by old documentaries? Well, not, not old, but like... Uh, for instance, one of my favorite movies is a movie called Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's called Gate. Uh, it's the name of the pet. Uh, Gates of Heaven, I think. Is yes. What it's called. It's great. Yeah. That's a fantastic movie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, anyone out there hasn't seen it? I urge you see it. Uh, another one I used to love. Mm-hmm. It's called Cane Toads. You ever see that one? No. It sounds like a horror movie. No, it is. Well, it kind of is, right? So uh-huh. it's all about uh, these toads that were introduced into Australia, and they were supposed to kill something, but it ends up that like one of them's nocturnal and the other one isn't, or something like that, right? So, <laughs> so the thing that so whatever they were brought in to kill was they it, probably the frogs were nocturnal, I bet, and uh, whatever they were brought in to kill was not nocturnal. Yeah, the toads, but yeah. And and so these things are they're giant, uh-huh. and they have they've been taking over Australia, invasive species. Yes, majorly. And uh, so it's got like people that love them, and like there's like someone that takes them and dresses them up in little tuxedos. That's so horrifying. And there's like an addict who like is addicted to their toad their hallucinogenic. Yeah. Uh, and there is a dude who's like obsessed with like driving around in a car and seeing how many of them he can run over. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's something I might do. Yeah. And and there is a guy who is way into uh, fish and his fish tanks. Mm-hmm. And he has a stutter. And if you've ever watched the movie A Fish Called Wanda, that is it Michael Palin? I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen it in forever. I mean, Michael Palin's in it. I don't yeah. remember if he's the one with the stutter, but he probably is. Yeah, I think he is. And there are exact lines that this person in this documentary says that are just basically lifted from the documentary and are in A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, Wanted. I see. Okay. His, so the character is based on this guy from Cane Toads. Yes. Like, so incredibly obviously. Even the whole, like, kill you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gr- uh, it's a, it's a really good documentary if you haven't seen it out there. But okay. uh, it, it it just amazed me when I saw it how it's like oh like all this guy did, well you know oh, not I not see. all he did but like he his entire character is based on this character from this documentary. Okay, I see. I was trying to see what the point of the the story. Well, was. and the, the the toads get into his tanks. Uh-huh. Oh, and like hump his giant goldfish to death and stuff like that. Hump it to death. Yeah, they do. They cuz they're they're these crazy they just try to hump everything. Uh all cuz all they do is eat and reproduce. Wow. Yeah. Oh god, what a perfect life that would be. <laughs> I mean, really. I I used to when I was a kid, I used to think to myself, wouldn't it be amazing to be a dog? 
Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I thought dogs just had the best life, and I just wanted to be a dog, where, like, I just hung out at home all day. Yeah. Laid around, then ran around, and then someone fed me, and, like, no stress. This is when I was, like, eight years old. Yeah. I was already worried about stress. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, oh, God. And that sounds like a better life, except you'd have to be a toad. Yeah. Which is kind of gross. Yeah. But I guess if you're a toad, it's not so bad. Do you know that uh, 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 toads and frogs do not actually, they drink through their skin? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, uh, they don't actually drink, through, they don't drink through their mouths ever. Uh-huh. That's how they uh, uh, absorb uh, liquids is through their through their skin. And the reason I know that, Noel, uh-huh. because I did that, I found that out during the research I did for this week's topic. Which is? Uh, oh, I get to say you it. You get to say it's it. It's frogs, yes, Noel. Yes, it is. But I guess toads would fit in that in that world as well. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you a little a little frog story. It may have been a toad, but okay. I think it was a frog. It's frog. So I was in a summer camp, sleepaway camp. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> we were acquired in sleepaway camp to play uh, one of the country club sports. Okay. You had to play either tennis or golf. Mm-hmm. And they went at, the, they were at the same time, right? So your tennis, you either did an hour of tennis every day at two o'clock or an hour of golf every day at two o'clock. Now, I didn't like either sports particularly well, but I was particularly bad at tennis. Yeah. I was really, I was a chubby kid and running around, it was like, it was embarrassing and I was sweaty and I didn't like it. So I uh, I said golf, right? <clears throat> and uh, playing, you know, so I was playing golf, playing golf, playing golf, and there was a uh, an inter, what is it? Is it intramural is, would be between you and like another camp? Would that be, or another, you know what I mean? Like inter, or is that, uh, is that between uh, other members of the same place? I think it's intramural's same place. Okay, so this is whatever. It was an inter-camp. Okay. Uh, tournament. Extramural. Extramural. There we go. An extramural, I don't know if that's right either, but I like it. It was an extramural tournament, and uh, we had to play each other first to see who's going to be on the team uh-huh. that went uh, to play against the other camp. Yeah. Now, what you have to understand, it was a big deal to go and do these things because the it always ended with going to friendlies. Uh-huh. And uh, getting shit tons of ice cream and milkshakes, awesome, and stuff like we always you would always eat at friendlies afterwards, uh-huh. right? As opposed to shitty camp food, so it was like a big deal. So I played against this one guy, and I was pretty bad, and I lost, but I lost on a technicality. Okay, and I got really upset, and I started to cry, uh. and uh, it worked on the golf instructor. And he turned over the technicality, and I got to go. Uh, now, wow. I was not a good golfer. Uh-huh. And this other kid should have gone. And we, so we go and we do this extramural activity, uh-huh. and I am all over the place. It's like a nightmare. <laughs> I, at one point, I think I hit like a, 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 the whole course, I think the par was 100 maybe. Okay. 120 something like that, by the first nine, I was at 103 <laughs> okay. strokes. All right. right? So, one, and so I had essentially given up in my head. Yeah. I was just like playing out the string. And so I had hit a ball. It went in the rough. 
and I'm sort of between two trees. And I got my nine iron out, this sort of like pitching wedge almost kind of kind of thing. I don't, you don't know anything about golf. But <clears throat> I see my ball, and I start hacking away at it, missing, missing. And I take a hack, and I feel something connect. And then there's like this feeling of like explosion. Uh-huh. Then I see this thing go up in the air and blood go everywhere. And the two guys that I'm playing with are like, what the fuck just happened? And we run over, and I had connected with a frog, uh-huh. and I blew it up. It exploded, um, and it grossed everyone out. Oh, everyone sure. was like really kind of freaked out about it because they had little frog blood all over them and all this kind of stuff because uh-huh. we were all sort of standing around. Needless to say, I ended up uh, doing like a two twenty. Okay, I think pretty on, good on on the whole on the whole <laughs> course. And uh, the golf instructor was so upset with me uh-huh. that we ended up not going to friendly uh, afterwards, which made the whole team hate you, hate me. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad summer. Wow. Yeah. So, Josh, we have a we have a growing trend lately <laughs> of uh, when we talked before, and uh-huh. you're like, "Do you have a story? Nope. Do you have a story? Uh-huh. Nope. All right, I'll come up with something, and mm-hmm. then I come up with something uh-huh. that really is a stretch." <laughs> And then you've got to hit the nail on the head uh-huh. story already prepared. Because uh, I have a hard time going cold into a story. Okay. All I need, right. I need you, it to you, be sort of come out in like warmed a, up a little bit. Yeah. I need it to come out right. in like conversation. So I'm the guy who but, loses you know, the lid. I set you up a little bit. Okay. You know what I mean? I say things to you like I did last week yeah. and like I did this week, where like I say things like, come on, I know you're the kind of guy who's got a story about like golfing and blowing up a frog when you're swinging for the ball. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I do. Right, no, I know. Just because you allude to it doesn't mean I actually have that story in my life. Right, but I do. Yes. Right, so it's sort of like I'm 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 checking to see if you're paying. No, attention. you're like a serial killer. It, it's so that specific. gives the hints. Right, it's so the hints are so specific. <laughs> yeah, it's like you if you took a moment when like is that like a common thing? Uh-huh. Do people actually have these stories, or is that uh, Josh has that story uh-huh. and he's waiting for me to call him out on it? But you never do because you're so self-involved. No, because I trust people. What is it? What is you trusting? Oh, I see. Because I'm saying I don't have a yeah. story. Yeah. But, you know, look, it helps us pad a little time. Okay. That's you true. Know, That's true. You get a little joy out of it. It confounds you a little bit. Which yeah. I always <laughs> like. I was like looking at your face when I do uh-huh. that to you because you look sort of quizzical. And then you have that moment where like, didn't he fucking say that in the beginning? And yep. he, that asshole said he didn't have a story. Yep. And then the rest of the story <coughs> just glare That's at you. That's right. Like, exactly. You know, I just told a fish called Wanda story for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, your stories are even your bad stories are good stories. Uh-huh. You know, you're a good storyteller. Well, thank you, Josh. Yeah. You're a sneaky storyteller. I'm something. You're, you're like, I, as I said, you're like a serial killer who leaves a clue. Yeah. Here's your your ace of spades you leave on the dead body. I am I am a sociopath slash psychopath. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for you to find me out. And yet you still don't. No. Even though we've been working together all this time. No, but tune in next week. Maybe <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep. Uh, froggies. Frogs. There's a lot of ways to make money from frogs. That's right. Jump to the top of the heap. But I bet you have a way yeah. that's going to be the same as my way. I bet you. And I'm going to be sad about I it. I think so. Because you're going to start this one off okay. like you always do. Okay. So how are we getting rich with frogs, Okay, Noel? you guys, frogs. What do we know about them? A lot. I can give you some information. Give, give us some uh, frog facts. Okay, so frogs, as you know, mm-hmm. are, uh, as I mentioned before, they drink water through their skin. Yep. Uh, frogs have been used in medicine. Yep. Since uh, 
ancient times, yep. medieval, traditional Chinese medicine yep. in various ways, shapes, and forms. Witches. Witches. Uh, frogs. Some frogs are the most toxic animals okay. on the face of the universe. There you go. There you go. Okay. There's three solid facts about three frogs. Three solid facts, guys. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I'm not talking about any of those. Oh, good. I'm talking about the one thing we know about frog is the cool way they catch their prey. Yeah, that tongue. Right? They shoot their tongue out, snatch a bug out of the air. It's pretty freaking cool. I've had girlfriends call me the frog. Oh, really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just saying, ladies. It's because you drink through your skin. Uh, <laughs> uh, so up, up until recently, though, scientists did not know exactly how this worked, mm -hmm. them shooting out their tongue and catching mm -hmm. these bugs. But uh, lucky for us, recently, uh, Georgia Tech scientist Alexis Noel, which I like to think might be my porn name. Uh, <laughs> Your drag name. Yeah, my drag name, <laughs> Alexis Noel, uh -huh. uh, figured it out and detailed the findings in a paper. Uh, the paper was called, Frogs Use Viscoelastic Tongue and Non-Newtonian Saliva to Catch Prey. That is an incredible title. Uh, it's a, I, I, <laughs> I don't want that to be the title of my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so according to Noel... Uh, the first important thing about the whiplash process of licking a cricket out of the air is the frog's tongue. Is that uh, what they call it, licking it out of the air? Uh, that's what she called it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the frog's tongue is one of the softest bio-tissues known. She compares its softness to brain tissue. Wow. Its elasticity to bungee cord and its behavior on impact with its prey to shock absorbers on a car. Uh, so basically, it it just smacks out there. Right. It's so soft, it like basically envelops it. Oh, so it's, it doesn't have like a sticky coating. Well, on it well, anything. I'm I, okay, I, I'm, I'm getting get there. To, all right. Uh, but and, and and the shock absorber is it stops shooting out once it hits the bug, so okay. it doesn't just bat the bug away. Right. You know right, what I mean. Right. Right. Uh, so the other part as uh alluded to by the title of the paper is uh the non-newtonian saliva that they have mm -hmm. uh and so what a non-newtonian fluid uh is is a fluid that do not follow newton's laws of viscosity uh and the properties the visco viscosity properties change according to shear rate uh which i uh, believe shear rate is basically like uh, agitation, right? If you agitate it, it'll either thicken or thin. Okay. Right. So uh, there's two main types of shear of uh, of these non-Newtonian fluids, and I just said, you know, there's shear thickening and shear thinning. Uh, frog saliva is shear thinning. So basically, what it does is it starts out as thick as honey. Uh, upon impact, it becomes temporarily about as viscous as water. Uh-huh. And so it just envelops the bug. So that's what envelops the bug. Well, both. It, okay. The tongue wraps around, and this fluid just right. like gets in all the nooks and crannies because it, it turns from honey to water mm -hmm. right back, back to, to honey, honey again. Like instantaneously. Yeah, basically. Once it hits impact and it stops shearing, it stops moving, there's no agitation, 
it immediately goes back to... Well, the, uh, the impact with the bug is the agitation. Right. Right? Okay. So it, it hits, it turns liquid, and then it's and then it solidifies oh, so again. So it's not turning liquid as it's shooting through the air. No, 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 no. It's gotcha. like it's like if you if there was a puddle of it and you smacked it, that would create it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, watch out for that. Uh, watch out for that frog drool. Watch out for that frog yeah, drool. Puddle of frog drool. Yeah. Next thing you know, you can't. It's like move. it's like quicksand. Yeah. Only grosser <laughs> frog spit sand. Ah. <laughs> She had to, uh, for this research, it mm-hmm. goes on and on about how they did it, and she had to, like, scrape the tongues of, like, 15 frogs to get enough saliva to uh, do experiments on. Uh, were they all the same type of frog? Maybe. There are lots of different kinds of frogs out there, apparently. There are. Frogs aren't doing too good nowadays. No, really bad time for amphibians in general. Yeah, too much poison in the world. Yep. Uh, and they're, And because they drink through their skin... Absorbing everything. They're extra susceptible. So you guys, hug a frog. Hug a frog. Kiss a frog. Maybe it'll become your prince. Kiss a frog, guys. Yeah. And by frog, we mean Josh. (laughs) 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 Uh, So uh, what are we going to do with this? Uh, How are we going to make money off this? I don't know. That's a good question, Noel. The one that I'm sure you're going to answer. I I got an answer for you. Uh Right? So all the time, this horrible world we live in, not just frogs are dying off, but we got drones going out there and killing a lot of innocent people. Yeah. Right? We're, we're going after one person. We accidentally uh, kill innocent people. We kill the people around them. And honestly, we killed the target when it would be better to capture this target and interrogate. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so... Uh, this is what we're going to do. This is okay. what you're going to do. I'm going to do nothing. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm going to turn off the mic when we finish this, and I'm basically just going to crawl under the table here mm-hmm. and sleep until we're ready to record again next week. Well, you'll do some research. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll, it, it might be dream research. Okay. <laughs> I'll just snooze like a little like a little froggy. Uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, what you, the listener, is going to do is you're going to make drones that shoot out a viscoelastic tongue coated in non-Newtonian shear thinning fluid, snatch the enemies from the field and capture them, just frog snatch them like a cricket, just go and up and they're in this drone cage. Uh-huh. And then you take them and uh no one dies. Yeah. We don't breed another generation of people who hate the country. Yeah. We we get the target we need. Uh we can you know, put them in jail. We can interrogate them. Mm-hmm. Gitmo. Uh, well, we don't need to do Gitmo. Uh, we we, we can be it. we can be nice about it. But you know what? The other side will be, they'll be paranoid about like what did this person say? Yeah. And so they they may think that everything this person knows, whether or not we find it out, mm-hmm. they may just des- decide that those areas of operations are in danger. I think that's a great idea. I think you are thinking a little small, though, uh-huh. because uh, I think there's a great deal of uh, possible money-making stuff in making smaller drones, like yes. little radio-controlled ones with uh-huh. that same technology going around stealing tourist cameras. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. iPhones. Uh-huh. Just right out of their hands. Yep. Gone. Or you could make, like, cop drones that, like, 
see someone's about to get hit by a car and it would be like a superhero. Yeah, it would be. It would be like Superman. Yeah, exactly. But it would be the super frog tongue. Or and grab that car and pull it back before it kills a, a thousand you, people. You Stop the trains. Yeah. So many things you can do with Stop it. Stop the train. Stop the train. <laughs> Spider-Man's always stopping a fucking train with his webs. He is. Frogs are way better than spiders. Yeah. Way bigger, way stronger. Yeah. They can jump far. So if Spider-Man can do it, Froggy Drone can do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, Noel. Well, you know, if, if you just write up and patent this technology... Uh, you could just sell it to other companies yeah. that want to do it for all sorts of things, for saving That's true. people, mm-hmm. for military purposes. Imagine how much better it would litter. be. Imagine how much better it would be. Like you have to go on a search and rescue. Coast Guard is out in search and rescue in a horrible storm because yeah. some jerk off decides to go sailing, even though there's a storm warning. A nor'easter, coming. right? And he gets caught in it. Yeah. And they're bobbing on the water. Yeah. And instead of risking the lives of those first responders mm-hmm. who have to be up in helicopters and going down in the baskets and the whole nine yards, you just yep, froggy that guy up. Froggy that guy up. Non-Newtonian fluids. Visioelastic tongues. Visioelastic, like the TV. Uh, I guess so, yeah. I didn't know they were made or of elastic. Viscoelastic. Viscoelastic? V-I-S-C-O-E-L-A-S-T-I-C. Viscoelastic. 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 All right. Well, th- that's what we're going to do. And it's so <laughs> soft. It's so so- It's the softest bio- I was going to go in some horrible not, directions I, I, with that. But. Yeah, I, I, just a quick question. Uh-huh. They do speak English as a first language in Canada, right? Yeah. Like, there's not, like, a, a secret Canadian that we don't know about besides weird accent differences. Well, we have. there's some other differences in the language, actually. Yeah, such as? It, it's more British English. So, so Zed, a lot right, of okay. color with a U, uh-huh. neighborhood with, you know, there's with a lot of U's, O-U, there's right. a lot of E's. Yeah, but it's still English. So, like, viscoelastic, uh-huh. viscoelasticity is a word that would be used in Canada. But there's probably a U in there. English. <laughs> viscoelasticity. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just checking. <clears throat> and just that's checking. it, guys. Lots of money. There's a lot of money in that. I think you got. it's a great idea. Josh is trying to distract you from the, the genius that Why just got... Why would I distract from that? When you have a good idea, I am the first person to applaud you, my friend. Okay. You know, look, I put your stuff through the ringer. Uh-huh. But you know, you you know, you You're have stress testing you it. have some issues with the language. And I just always <laughs> wonder, it makes me question whether it's your first language or uh-huh. not. And so knowing that you spend some time in it's Canada. It's my first and last language. Yeah, okay. I'm not a language master. <clears throat> no, clearly you can't speak your first or second or third language. I just language talk role. very scientific terms. <laughs> I, uh, I just talk very <laughs> scientific terms. That, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, was that your big gold one? No, 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 no. Oh, I, got, right. I, I I had told Josh that there's something he's gonna enjoy. Usually, you lead you lead with the big one. I lead with the scientific one. Oh, is the that one, is that what? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay. One with the most hardcore facts. All right, you ready for a little uh, froggy fact? Just Let's a, hear it. A quick froggy yeah, fact. quick froggy fact. The wood frog of North America actually freezes in the winter yeah. and is reanimated in the spring. Yeah. When temperatures fall, the wood frog's body begins to shut down and its breathing, heartbeat, and muscle movement stop. Okay. The water in the frog cells freezes and is replaced with glucose and urea uh-huh. to keep the cells from collapsing. Yeah. And then when there's a, fra- a thaw, 
The frog warms up, its body functions resume, and it hops off like nothing ever happened. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I think it's pretty cool, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That's something that, like, except for the part that you have to fill up with urea. Yeah, I know. Like, that's just kind of gross. Like, I imagine you would, like, if you were a human and they could figure out how to do that so you could hibernate. Yeah. Like, how how cost-effective would it be? You know how you fill up with urea. You just, your kidneys go. And that's what happens. You fill up with urea, basically. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. But it, you know, imagine filling up with urea and all your water rushing out of you. Yeah. Imagine how cost effective that would be, especially in uh, in places like where deep freeze is a mm-hmm. big thing, like Alaska and, and yeah. the more northern Siberia. country. Siberia. Siberia. Th- that, like, if everyone just did that. Yeah. Mars travel. Oh, wow, dude. Then you just hop up and hop off like nothing ever happened. Yep, start hopping around Mars. Oh man, I didn't even go into the genetic possibilities when we start, you know, with with uh, uh, with CRISPR. Yeah, going in there and editing your genes and making you a little more froggy. Yep, jump froggy, jump, jump froggy, jump froggy, jump, jump. jump frog. Um, but here we go. Okay, all right. So as we said at the top of the show, or sort of the top quarter of the show, I talked about the toxins in frogs. Yep. Frogs. Some frogs are the most poisonous creatures. Yeah, on the face of the universe. The uh, one particular frog, specifically, the golden poison dart frog. Ooh. Contains one milligram of toxin. Okay. One gram of this toxin. Okay. Can kill fifteen thousand people. Wow pretty heavy duty right so that's 15 people per frog yep exactly 15 people per frog from the toxins from one frog yep um but what they've what they've realized so there are these toxins that are in the frog skin <clears throat> that are called uh batrotoxins or i'm sorry batracotoxins um but the interesting thing they've realized about these frogs when they breed these frogs in captivity yeah they don't have these toxins. Oh, really? Yeah, really? they're non-poisonous when they breed them in the captivity. Okay. Frogs that are taken out of the wild that have the toxins <clears throat> and are kept uh, 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 in captivity uh-huh. uh, for extended periods of time uh, lose their toxicity. Wow. So the belief is, this is going to be kind of quick, Um. But the belief is is that it's due to their diet, okay, and what they eat. I thought it's just they they decide they love humans, <clears throat> and they don't want to be toxic. It's like the because opposite they of Planet of the Apes. Humans. Yeah, it's the opposite of Planet of the Apes. It's yeah. Planet of the Frogs, but the opposite of Planet of the. I mean, more than just the fact that it's frogs instead of apes. Yeah, when it's, they come in captivity, <clears throat> they love us. They love us instead of turn against us. Yeah. I think you should make that movie. <laughs> Planet of the Frogs. Planet of the Frog. <laughs> and it's just two Get hours, along. two, two and a half hours yep. of frogs hanging out in captivity. Yep. Just being like, we need to be free. Uh, but we like these yeah, guys. Yeah, well, these guys are great. What are you talking right. about? They feed us. Yeah. Don't want to do anything bad to them. Yep. <clears throat> Here's my weapons. Yeah. I give them to you freely. So it's something they eat. Yeah. But no one's figured out what it is. Okay. So what it really is, and I know this is this is using frogs as the entryway uh-huh. to this this thing. But we, this is what you're going to do. Okay, you can go to the jungles uh-huh. of the Amazon. Okay, these are the frogs that like 
Amazonian tribes would like take the frogs and take their little little spears and uh-huh. their their arrows and they would dip the spear they would poke the frog in the neck where the glands are that contain the toxins and where they're most toxic is around the neck because uh-huh. that's where most predators would grab them uh dip their thing in it, and that's how they would get the poison on the tips of their spears so you're going to go and you're going to tag a bunch of these frogs okay you're going to follow these frogs around you're going to find out what these frogs are eating okay you're going to collect everything these frogs eat okay then you're going to test these things that they eat and within the process of finding that, you are going to find the one thing that they eat that is the most poisonous thing in the world. Yeah. You are then going to breed that insect. Okay. Because it's an insect. Okay. That one, I think we can all be pretty sure of. You're going to breed this insect, and you are going to harvest this toxic poison. Uh-huh. This poison it shuts you down. It affects your nervous system, okay. and it just completely shuts down your nervous system. Makes you like comatose. No, it kills you okay. because all of your muscle functions stop. So Death your by heart stops beating. All right. No, it's not comatose. <laughs> That's your brain function not wor- not necessarily working. Uh-huh. But I mean, I guess it is because if you don't have something breathing for you yeah. when you are comatose, if you didn't have breathing apparatus down your thing, but your heart's still beating. Your brain, for whatever reason, is, isn't functioning, but your, your, what is it, parasympathetic nervous system, I think it is, okay. is still sort of functioning. So your, your heart's beating when you are uh, comatose. Lungs not working, but your heart's beating. Um, so yeah, death by comatose. Okay. We'll just leave it at death by coma. Um, but uh, it shuts everything down, but you feel it shutting down while you're alive. So like everything stops working in stages, and you just like you're. It's got to be the most horrific thing in the world. Yeah. Like dying like that. But so you're going to harvest this poison. Okay. And you're going to sell this poison. You're going to sell it on the black web, the dark net. Oh yeah. As the kids call it. Yeah. The dark net. You're going to sell it to, uh, I don't know, people that can use poison for things. Okay. You're going to sell it to people who want to uh, kill people that they're not in love with anymore. Okay. I want to collect money from them. You're going to sell it to people who uh, may want to do bad things to people of other countries. Okay. You don't care. It doesn't matter to you. <laughs> you don't care. <clears throat> Where it goes, who it goes to, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. You're harvesting poison. There's only one thing you want to harvest poison for, killing things. Okay. All right? So there you go. That's it. All right. Okay. Uh, well, that leads perfectly into our uh, our newest segment, Josh and I'll Sell Out, in which every week Josh and I'll explore ways that we are actively pursuing our lifelong dream ever since children. Yeah. Of selling out to corporate America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know traditional ways. You can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org <clears throat> webpage. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and I'll show page. Yeah. Hit the sponsor <clears throat> link. Pledge an amount <coughs> that will come out on a reoccurring monthly basis for the rest of the season. Uh, I don't know what it is left. Three months, four months. Something like that. Whatever. Uh, and uh, you could put a buck, right? If it was the whole season and you pledged a buck, that's six bucks. Come on. Six bucks. Cheapo. Mm-hmm. Um, and half of that money will go to Josh and I. So we would get three bucks, which we would split two ways. A buck fifty. Buck fifty apiece. Yeah. Living the high life over yeah, here. Yeah. You know, you're. Not, we wouldn't even be able to afford the high life. <laughs> Miller High Life would not be in our budget. It would be like Jenny Screamers. Okay. Uh, maybe some PBRs. All right. If we combine the money, yeah. we could split a PBR. Great, because you don't drink. So I, I just have that PBR then. Well, I'd have a couple sips just because I paid for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn 
keeps the lights on, keeps them active and, you know, you know, they're hippies. They're, you got you got to do something to keep them from turning anemic. Uh, yeah. So. But if you hate Josh and I, if which you're, a lot of people do. Yeah. Well, you just told people how to how to <clears throat> harvest poison. You know who hates us? Who? Big money. Because we give this stuff away for free. We do. We do. We are a threat to the financial institutions of the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they're not supporting us. Yeah. We are a disruptive force. Disruption. Yeah. We are the millennials. Yeah. That aren't of Gen X. Yeah, we sure are. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> that means something. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, if you hate us. Which a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Big business. Yeah, you go to radiofreebrooklyn.org, you hit the mm-hmm. pledge button, and you pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount. None of that money goes to Josh and I, not a penny. So like if the Koch brothers yeah. listen to our energy episode, yeah. and they realize that we were single-handedly, yeah. or be the two of us, so double-handedly, double-handedly, destroying their business operations. Yes. Yeah. With our ideas by just giving them out freely. Yeah. They could make a several million dollar donation to Radio Free Brooklyn. They could. And say to Radio Free Brooklyn. Cut them from the air. Get <clears> them <throat> off. And you know what? They would do it. They would do it. And the Koch brothers would get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 and donations to it are tax, tax deductible. And they would cut us in a second. They would take that million dollars. Buy themselves some iron supplements to keep the anemia at bay. Mm-hmm. Josh and I would be just wandering the streets, muttering our, our financial genius to anyone who would listen. They'd all just think we were mad. Yeah. We're like the Teslas of finance. We would be. Yeah. You can make that happen. Yep. Uh, but we all know the big money, the serious money is in corporate sponsorship. And you know what, Noel? What? It's, I think the corporations have gotten to our sponsor. I think they have. I think they have because this week we have no tip from our sponsor, That's Mr. Right. Monty Lamonti. That dark money got to Monty. Yeah. His little $2 a pop from you suckers out there. Yeah. Not helping him. No. When uh, Apple says, Lamonti. Yeah. What are we going to do to get you to stop supporting this guy? Yeah. And Monty the Maverick Lamonti. <laughs> Monty the Maverick. Says, I don't know, Tim Cook. Yeah. Maybe you could throw some of that Apple money my way. Something happened. Yep. I don't think we're going to have another one next week, too. That's because Monty's on vacation. So they say. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know. So there's a there's a gaping hole here for another corporation <laughs> to come in and snatch us back before That's Monty right. gets back from vacation. Blue Apron? Yeah, Blue Apron. Come on. Casper? Yeah. What's a frog company? Is there such a thing? We know we're creating all the Muppets. frog companies. Muppets! Yeah. Although there's all sorts of, who's the next voice of Kermit? I think you should be the next voice of Kermit. Hey-ho, Kermit the Frog. Well, no, Hey-ho. just doing your voice. Hey-ho, just doing Kermit your, the Frog just, here. Nope, just doing your Someday voice. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow uh, uh, connection. Uh, 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 you know, when I was a kid, I went to a music school, uh-huh. and I sang the uh, Rainbow Connection as my audition to get in. 
like that as Kermit the Frog? It was in Kermit my mind. I was I it was a Kermit the Frog uh-huh. song, and I was aiming for do it as 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 true to Kermit. Were you doing your Kermit voice though? No, well, I was a little question. kid. Yeah, well, so every kid. I mean, if you love some lovers, the dreamers, and me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Kermit the Frog. I love the Muppets. Muppets, come on, sponsor us. Yeah. How many times do I got to just basically, you know, lick your scrotum before you're just like, <laughs> we're in? You know, problem is that Disney money. Yeah. Anyway, um, but what what this does give us the opportunity to do, yeah, is uh, give people a little heads up. Yep. PSA. Uh huh. We are moving. Uh, our podcast hosting yeah. site will uh, no uh, Radio Free Brooklyn as a whole. As a whole. Not just Josh right. and I. Radio Free Brooklyn as a whole podcast hosting site, which has been audio boom for these been. many years, will no longer be audio boom. It will not be. And will be pod o That's right. And it may already be by the time uh, this comes onto the interwebs. Uh, so. We apologize in advance if there's any purples from it. Uh, hopefully it'll go smoothly. You'll yep. never know the difference. Uh, but big shout out to Potomatic. They uh, they've really been partnering up with Radio Free Brooklyn they have. and uh, d- and so far doing fantastic by yeah, us. They're so, actually underwriting us. Yeah, they are. Yeah, good uh, people there. Yeah, they are. Um, so yeah, but but apologies in advance or maybe in arrears by this point uh, if there is any kind of uh, disruption. Other than our economic disruption, yeah, by uh, this move. But enough of this business, Noah. That's right. Let's get back to the brainstorming. That's right. Well, you know what? Actually, what? Let's take a second before okay. we get back to our brainstorming uh-huh. and offer another way other than frogs. Even though frogs can be tiny, we're going to give another mini way to get rich. Uh, so if you are right now. Chasing a frog around that's been tagged, see what it's eaten. If you are scraping saliva off of frog tongues to check out its non-Newtonian properties, which just, just sounds like such a H.P. Lovecraftian term, uh-huh. right? What do you always call it? Is non-Euclidean geometry? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. He always talks about it. Uh, but anyway, guys, listen, learn, enrich, come back, listen more. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Today, I'm going to talk with you about the seven myths about rich people. The third myth is that rich people sold their souls. They believe that they have to give in to the devil in order to reach their goals. The fact is that we live in a spiritual world But it doesn't necessarily mean that every single person that became successful sold themselves to the devil. Now what is true is that rich people have a philosophy. Usually poor people don't. Poor people just toggle around the opinions of other people. I personally made a conscious choice at the age of 21 to follow Jesus Christ for the rest of my life. That's the choice I made. What's the choice that you make? If you end up thinking that everyone, and then you assume that everyone is selling their souls to the devil, then you'll never be there. But if you understand that you can take up a specific spirituality, then you can get to the place you want to be. I guess my question is, Uh do people who use the phrase when talking about someone selling out or or making a lot of money these days saying that someone sold their soul to the devil, 
do people actually believe yeah. that they sold their soul to the devil? Yeah. And that it's not like it's not like a metaphor. No, there's like a Craigslist <laughs> of souls that only the devil reads. Uh-huh. Buys them up. <laughs> uh-huh. That makes a lot more more sense than what he says. Yeah. I got to tell you, but there's a little more Daniel Alley for you guys. Like I said, go to his uh, YouTube site. Yeah. I mean, you can listen here because I'm going to be playing all of the hits. But uh, And he seems to never go on vacation. That guy, you know, one of his deals is always be working. Yeah. You know, so He's, there you go. Yeah. So frogs, Noel. Frogs. How get, are you going to get us rich with frogs? I'm going to tell you how. So right. I came across something that I wanted to use in a scheme so badly, and it was a headline that read, Something is killing off the scrotum frogs of Lake Titicaca. <laughs> and just anything that can contain scrotum frogs and, and Titicaca and, in one thing. Yeah. It was like, I need to use this. I need it. Uh, uh, it was funny. Just like the classic <laughs> old kids joke. Yeah. Uh, when, when you were a kid, did you laugh at Lake Titicaca every time it came up? Yeah. I, I'm an adult and I yeah. do. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, Classic kids joke. What's red and green and goes 175 miles an hour? What? Frog in a blender. Right? <laughs> so I looked that up. Uh, and uh, in Peru, uh, they blend the, a water frog and they drink it. Uh, but you know what? As I read more, it's not just a water frog. Water frogs are also known as the scrotum frog. <laughs> and they get these frogs from Lake Titicaca. They put them in a blender, make them go red and green at 175 miles an hour, just like every kid's dream. <laughs> they uh, take some herbs, take some vitamins, take some honey, and uh, they throw in the frog and blend. Uh, it's good for anemia, for chest problems, and it gives you uh, energy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, some I cojones. Do know you knew that with a name like the scrotum frog, yeah. and it comes from Lake Titicaca? Yeah. Come that's on. A, that's what that's the main reason they're drinking. Oh that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it gives you vig and vimmer. Can I tell you when I was in uh when I was in in culinary school. Uh-huh. Vim and vigor, I guess it would be. Yeah, the opposite vim, of what I said. You said vim and vigor? No, that's what you said. I said vig and vimmer. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> I know. You would have loved that I one. I know. Jeff. I should have been all over that. We were so I just real quick, sorry. Uh-huh. We did a a Chinatown tour, right? Uh-huh. So it was sort of like a group of us went after uh, school and went and we were given a tour of all the sort of like dried herb places mm-hmm. and market things in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. We we would go into the dried herb places. Yeah. And our guide would <clears throat> point at something and say, you know, like that's deer penis. Yeah. And we'd be like, what's it for? And he says, you soak it in brandy for six months, and then you drink it, and then it gives you power. <laughs> and he would raise his fist, yeah. mimicking an erection, yeah. a big, monstrous, arm-sized erection. And we go, what's that? And he goes, that is shark scrotum. Uh-huh. And you go, what do you do with it? You soak it in brandy for six months, and then you drink it, and it gives you power. Maybe it's just the brandy. Yeah, well, and <laughs> everything, all these dry things, 90% of it was just about getting guys hard. Yeah. That's why Viagra is the number one selling drug in 
America. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you're in Peru, you don't need it. You That's just right. go get a scrotum frog from Lake Titicaca, mm-hmm. put it in a blender, and delicious. Give yep. you gives you wings, as they say in the Red Bull commercial sponsors, Red Bull. Um <laughs> so great. Uh I was outside the other day, and there's this dude that works in my building. <laughs> and he has literally the worst toupee you have ever seen in your life. It's not even a toupee. It's basically a whole wig. <laughs> and it looks like uh, it it fit his head years ago. Uh, it is basically like matted into uh-huh. like dreads at points. Yeah. Does it have like weird, even though it's fake, does it have dandruff on it? No. I've seen it, but, guys with toupees like that. Have you seen that before? Really bad I, toupees I, I, that they're it, like flaking or something? It's, it's they bizarre. put some sort of gel in it or something yeah. and I never wash it. But everything about <laughs> this is just so bad. And it, it is actually, whenever I see it, it's shocking. <laughs> even though I've seen it so many times, it shocks me. Uh, it, it's like he's wearing a, a wool helmet. It's horrific, uh, and I and I, every time I see it, I'm just like, how does he look in the mirror and think that this is okay? Uh huh. Well, I know how it is. I know how those things happen. It's because it happens in dribs and drabs. He doesn't see it the way I see it. Right. He sees it a little less better mm-hmm. for wear than it was yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and that yesterday was a little worse than it was the day before, uh, but. He basically nickled and dimed himself into wearing this monstrosity on his head, right? Uh, and and uh, because I was researching frogs at the time, right, it made me think of that fantastic age-old adage of boiling the frog, mm-hmm. right? So, and oh, I, you're going through all the jokes and adages. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, if you want to boil a frog, you don't throw it into boiling water. It'll uh-huh. just jump right out. Right. So you put it in normal water and raise the temperature so slowly that the frog doesn't notice, and it will just sit there until it boils. Right? Uh, so this is what you're going to do. You are going to make an internet-connected frog tank, uh, and you're going to pose an issue that you're concerned about, right? So it, it, it'll have a setting that you're going to set it to. <coughs> so for instance, um, one thing that you could put in that you're concerned about is like the uh, Trump-Russia scandal, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, whenever a story on the internet pops up that is makes this towards a, a bad ending, uh-huh, the temperature of the tank is raised a tiny little amount. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a story that comes out on the internet that is uh, the in the other direction, you know, like no, Trump isn't in uh, bed with Russia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The water temperature goes down a slight degree, and at some point. Particularly if we're talking about the Trump-Russia scandal. Uh-huh. Uh, that frog's going to boil. <laughs> <laughs> that frog's probably already boiled. Uh-huh. At which point, this tank that the frog is in is also a blender. 
Uh-huh. And when it reaches boiling, it blends, it drops in honey, it drops in herbs and vitamins, and turns into a health shake that you drink down, you grow the cojones to go out and take action, be it oh. you go out and take down Trump, be it you go down and buy a new toupee, whatever it is that you have set as this creeping problem, uh-huh. and, uh, and you have the vim, the vigor, the cojones to go and tackle this problem that you didn't even notice how badly it had gotten. And that's it. That was quite a buildup. Yeah. To that. Yeah. Well, you sell these things. Internet connected. <clears throat> yeah. Frog should, tanks. I imagine, though, you're going to have to, as this becomes more popular, mm-hmm. you're going to have to really start a breeding program for the scrotum frogs. It, it, it could be another frog. No. I don't think there's anything about the scrotum frog. Uh, that, uh, there's a reason it's called the scrotum frog. Look, all of these frogs have different properties. Okay, we breed some scrotum frogs, yeah, too. Well, more I'm money. Saying, more exactly, money for you. Exactly. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you getting angry at me? <laughs> because I just drank a frog shake. You didn't just drink it. I, I feel like I did. You, oh, you are. You are. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? is boosted. You, like a fist. Yeah, power. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you power. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was. Uh, I liked. So my favorite parts of that bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna give you a critique now. Okay. All right. You ready? This is my takeaway from this. All right. I liked how you fit in all the little frog, like the cliches. The the cliches. Yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the bit. Okay. Um. Yeah. You got Lake Titty Cock in there. I mean, anytime you can get Lake Titty Cock in a yeah. conversation, a scrotum frog times, and Lake Titty Cock, scrotum frog and yeah. Lake Titty Cock, that relates directly to a kid's <clears throat> joke. Yeah. Exactly. No. I mean, everything about it was was great. And, and then, then we boil up a frog. And then I don't know what the I don't know what the whole connecting it to the internet thing was about. What do you mean? Every time there's a story that makes the issue you're worried about mm-hmm. worse on the internet. It go the temperature of the tank. Is oh, raised I see. So it's got to be an issue that you're worried incrementally. about. Incrementally, okay. That, yeah. I missed that. No, part. no. We I set it to, to monitor right. an issue. Whether it's people tweeting about your bad toupee, whether whoa, whoa. It, whoa. what about <laughs> or my bad or it is it is new evidence that's coming out every day yeah, of the okay. Trump campaign's collusion with Russia. Piece of shit. Yep. Pieces of shit. Yep. But how do you know when they are? It's when that frog boils. Yeah, okay. The, the whole tank turns into a blender. You drink that boiled frog down. Ugh. You get vim, vigor, cojones. Uh, no, you go out it. and tackle the problem that other people aren't even noticing has grown to the point it is. All right, no. You win. Okay. You win. There you go. You win. Do we have time for another one or no? Yeah, make quick. Yeah, yeah quick. It's not going to be, it's not too quick. Okay. I, I'll, all right, very quick. So uh, frogs, yeah. right, been used for medical purposes from the beginning of time. Yeah. Uh, weirdly, though, didn't work for everything that it had been used for. But people now realize that they can be very helpful for medical stuff. They're actually finding stuff in frogs, particularly frog skin, uh-huh. that is uh, uh, useful for fighting certain types of cancer. Okay. One of the things they realize about frogs, and one of the reasons they've been using frogs specifically for wound healing, mm-hmm. is because frogs do not scar. Oh. When If a frog is cut, mm-hmm. it heals, and there is no scar on a frog. Cool. Um, they realize it's because there is... Uh, the coating in the frog's skin that comes from the glands, the, the, the mucus glands 
in their necks, mm-hmm. which is where for the poisonous frogs you find the thing creates it has all of these properties that help. So basically, and a real quick thing, frog band aids. Okay. Made out of frog skin. You're going to breed your frogs. You're going to peel them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can sell the legs for food. You mm. can sell the rest of the body. If you make them scrotum frogs, you can sell the rest of the body for blending up mm-hmm. for delicious uh, protein shakes to yep. give you, Cojones. to keep you hot and horny all day long. Yep. The new Red Bull, mm-hmm. Red Frog, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, but uh, there it is. Really super simple and quick. I won't go into the whole preamble. Frog band aids. I like it. Frog aids. Band frogs, yeah, bogs, yeah. If, you know, if we only had one opening story, we'd probably get to all these things easier. <laughs> it's all right. I like my my stories better okay. than my ideas. All right, okay. Anytime. All right. Um. Anyway, so if you like Josh's stories better than his ideas, you can reach out and tell him. You can get him on Twitter, GRQ Josh Noel. You can email him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail dot com, or you can get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can subscribe. You can rate. You can review, and in that review, just say hey. We like your stories better than your than your than schemes, right? And I'll just tell stories, and Noel can come up with schemes. There you go. Yeah, there we go. You're gonna have to start remembering things about your life. Uh, you know, shit pops up. Yeah. If you only listen to the show in podcast form, we urge you to tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock at Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, get the schemes five days before everyone else, and you know, see what else is going on before us. We got Art Star scene after us. We got Trippin' Beats. Trippin' Beats. Uh, so. We know our ideas are great. How do you, the listening public, know it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do rules come from this week? Today's rules are from 10 Rules of Wealth from RetireHappy.com. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Rule number eight. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wealth is a consequence, not a reward. Uh, Yeah. Just like there's a consequence of turning that every time a story comes out. The water temperature up um, a, a tenth of a degree. That's right. Uh, rule number 62, have a set time of day to work on your wealth strategy. Yeah, at night when the frogs are hopping. Yeah. And uh, do we have time for one more? Yeah. Uh, rule number 75, I don't know why it's 10 rules and it's I don't. they're jumping all over the place. <laughs> know yourself, solo, duo, or team player. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got all that power. You're going to be a solo player, oh, you, if you know what I mean. You might be a team player. Yeah, well, you know what I be, mean? You're going to be doing everything. That's right. Like a fist, guys. That's like right. a fist. Uh, so we're getting rich, Noel. That's so right. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.